All right, welcome back in 438, a quick edition of Factor Fiction before we hit a snack and then John Holcomb in the 5 o'clock hour. I want to say uh, thank you to the Big O for joining us. You can join us as well via the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line 918-262-5072. We want to hear from you. All right, time for Factor Fiction here on the Blitz 1170. Would anyone like to go first? I'll start things off today. Okay. Oklahoma State on the road tonight against the Kansas Jayhawks. They played these same Jayhawks inside Gallagher-Iba Arena just a couple weeks ago. That was a 90-66 to final score. Fact or fiction, the Cowboys keep this game within single digits. Ooh, single digits, man. Uh, okay, over the course of the Mike Boynton tenure... It has been closer in the fog than what you might expect, including a victory, I believe. Last year was a close game. In his first year, yeah. First year. Um, last year was close. Man, I think given the current scene, I think Kansas is going to be pissed off. So I will go f- fiction that Kansas gets right and gets back healthy this sure as heck seems like a game in which kansas gets every single call to go their way here this evening coming off of a loss because conference can't have them lose two in a row at all so i'll say fiction kansas wins tonight by double digits uh i say fiction as well it's going to be eight on five tonight and (laughs) yeah um kansas is going to be fired up coming off that loss they're not going to lose on home at home, and the refs won't allow it either, so I say fiction. Fiction, I think, not only – Kansas is definitely gettable, but I think just in terms of matchups, this is a tough matchup for this Oklahoma State team, and you get them pissed off coming off a loss inside Allen Fieldhouse. I, yeah, I, too much to overcome. All right. Uh, fact or fiction? Last night in the Thunder loss – to the Timberwolves. I believe the last time that those two teams meet this year, which is... Yeah, that was the fourth and final meeting. Yes. Yeah, that's a... Man, you fit all that in before we even get to the All-Star game? Okay. So, Chet Holmgren has played over 1,400 minutes already. That is 200 more minutes than any other rookie. In January, he played 485 minutes in 16 games. And last night, it seemed... I think Minnesota had a lot to do with this as well. I thought Minnesota was great defensively last night. Uh, But it did not seem as if maybe the month of January has taken its toll a little bit on the young man. Fact or fiction, the Thunder are playing Chet too many minutes in the early portion of this season. Give me fact. I I think that we've seen this throughout the history of the NBA that there is a real thing called a rookie wall right even if even if he was in the nba last year and didn't play i mean putting your body through that for the first time is is going to be just something completely different than what you're used to not to mention coming off an injury he's he's i think playing in space much more than he ever did in college right um, yeah, I, I think that, and I, I thought in the early stages we would see them somewhat limit Chet a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, I think they have. I, I don't. I'm not saying it'll be something that 
cost them the season or anything like that. But for my money, I would say fact. I'm going to say fact as well. You watch him the last couple of weeks, and it just seems like he's been running on fumes the last couple of weeks. And, of course, now with the announcement that he's going to be part of the Rising Stars game, so he's not mm-hmm. even going to get an all-star break. Uh, we, we all know the NBA season. It's a long season. And with the Thunder right now looking like legitimate Western Conference you know, leaders, they're going to need him down the stretch in that last month and then in the playoffs. I, I say fact. I think I'm with you guys. I think it's fact as well. And I'm not saying that you restrict them, you know, drastically um, or even maybe go into some load management type situations. But more than anything else, I think that this with what we've seen, because he clearly has looked that way over the last couple of games. And last night was just the one that looked the worst is I think that this should maybe impact the decision-making down the stretch about moving off of some of these picks and bringing in someone that is going to help in terms of relief, whether that be in a, a 10, 12, 15-minute type scenario for, for Oklahoma City coming in off of the bench. I think that this really makes them kind of like check, like, all right, if we're legit and we think that this is a year that we're going to take a big swing for, for a championship with this group that we have here, then maybe it's time. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's fact. I think they, they've they played him just a, a tad bit too many. And I know that only averages like 30 a night. That's a lot for that dude. That That's a lot. Who played zero last yeah, year. Yeah, and there's a, like reason why, there's a reason why Pop and, look, completely different teams, completely different settings, completely different scenarios with a team that flat out stinks outside of Wimby. But popovich's goal from the get-go was to only have wimby average about 20 minutes per game you don't drop chet down to that because this team is good and has a chance to do something big but yeah i think it's something you got to keep an eye on the rest of the season scott you got one yeah i'll go i'll go nfl um we're gonna talk playoffs for next year Fact or fiction, the Eagles have a greater chance of missing the playoffs next year than the Lions. <laughs> you want to take that one, Colby? <laughs> capital F, capital A, capital C, capital T. Yeah. That is a big old fact, because not only did Jalen Hurts regress this year, but who's going to save Mr. Hurts? None other yes. than Kellen Moore. <laughs> yep. You're welcome, Philadelphia. Enjoy. Fact, fact, Fact. Triple fact. Kellen Moore is the savior? What in the world is happening? Good luck. Good luck, Philly. So, yes, fact. They will miss uh, more apt to miss than what the Lions are next year. Oh, my gosh. We just double stamped on the Lions for crying (laughs) out loud. What the heck is wrong with us? (laughs) Where are you at, Scott? Uh, I, I say fact as well. Okay. I got one quick one here before we take this time out. Are NFL play-by-play guys out of control? Here's two examples for you. <laughs> Greg Papa. McCaffrey runs around Purdy, pressured Purdy, throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown! San Francisco. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Just in time. <laughs> And, uh, you know, not to be outdone, Kansas City has has one of their own. This was, I believe, 
Mitch Holtis at the end of the game after they had everything clinched for Kansas City. This includes the uh, clip, the MVS catch, and then what he closed out the um, broadcast in the game with here uh, from this previous weekend. Playing press on the outside. Mahomes will throw it in the pocket. He's launching one long. Marquez Valdez Scantling catches the ball at the Raven 30 on his backside. Shades of the catch he had against Cincinnati in the end zone last year in the AFC Championship game. Marquez Valdez Scantling saving the best for last. This game is over, and you can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the AFC champions for the fourth time in five seasons. The Chiefs have the Lamar Hunt trophy, and they're taking it to Vegas for Super Bowl 58. (laughs) (laughs) So fact or fiction, NFL play-by-play guys are out of control. Uh, as much as I want to say fact fiction, they're not broadcasting that to other fan bases, right? Those basically are listened to by that fan base. And, uh, that's, you know, that, that fan base is going to eat, eat that up. If you're a fan of the Niners, you love that call. If you're a fan of the chiefs, I think you love the Holtus call. So I'll say fiction. I'm going to send you the video of Mitch and, and, and the fist pumps that he's giving while he's saying this. And it, it made me laugh hysterically when I watched it. For quiet the in the press box, please. Yes, quiet, please, quiet. All right, uh, that'll do it for Factor Fiction here on the Blitz 1170. And I believe it is time to eat right out of the palm of my grubby little hand that's coming up next year on the Blitz 1170. But first, <laughs> sorry, 